0: Wasabi, ladies and gentle nerds, and welcome to Thinking Outside the Undies. Uh, This is a special one because uh, I am double recording audio and video. Hi. I got Crash Bandicoot hanging by the neck over there. Um, Not much of a studio or a background, but... Yeah, I'm making it fucking work. Uh, Episode 2 of Thinking Outside the Undies. We're not going to jump into any music kickoff thing uh, right off the bat. This video will be exclusively on Patreon. Uh, What I just recently started. I'm very awkward with cameras. Um, Live from New York, it's Tuesday night. Or Tuesday morning, if you will. How the fuck... Anyway. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Hello. Okay. Uh, let's just fucking get into the fucking show. Okay, so I finally... I didn't read it. Apparently, uh, Taika Waititi... Let's... Let's talk about Taika Waititi's comments about what he did with Thor. Uh, basically, he said, uh... What... What what is really what's going on around in the interwebs is, um, it was on a podcast called Smartless, and that's with Jason Bateman, uh, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett, and they have a podcast. Everyone's got a fucking podcast now. And, um, so, um, yeah, so this is just, uh, according to CNN Entertainment, uh, on Monday's episode of the Smartless podcast, which was probably last week's uh, Monday. Yeah, I guess it was last week, right? Yeah. Um, admitted uh, that even though the Marvel Cinematic Universe is massively popular, he still initially had no interest in doing one of those films. It wasn't on my, uh, according to him, it wasn't on my sort of whole plan on my career as an author, but I was poor and I just had a second child, uh, YTD said. And I thought, you know what? This would be a great opportunity to feed these children. Not going to fault him on that at all. There's no, look, take a job, take a job. Uh, but here's the fucking thing. That, he okay, he also jokingly noted that at the time he felt that members of the Marvel fandom hated the fact that he was tapped for the film. Prior to that film, Waititi was known for co-writing, co-directing, and acting in 2014, What We Do in the Shadows, and Hunt for the Wilder People in 2016. Ragnarok ended up being one of the most popular films in the cinematic Thor franchise and over 800 million at the worldwide box office. Again, Taika Waititi (coughs) single-handedly reinvigorated the Thor franchise and then in the next film... Completely ruined it. Um, at least... By my standards, I guess, if you will. Um, he clearly clearly had no... And he also stated that... Uh, it's not here in the article, but... He did state that Thor was the kind of comic that he would pick up... And go, eh, and put it back. And if you really watch... Thor Ragnarok and Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Well, Thor Ragnarok, let's, let's focus on Thor Ragnarok. He didn't give a rat's ass about any of those characters. He did not have any actual real respect for the, the, the lore, nor for the characters themselves, you know. Um, the art direction and, uh, uh some of the Kirby uh, influences. I don't know who that was. I don't know if it was him or if it was just the set designer or the uh, the fucking word for it. The fucking uh, uh, see. This is how it looks when I blank. Uh, concept artists, uh, all that jazz so it makes me wonder what exactly did he have a hand in besides just directing and co-writing the film um and what led to that success for that um so that being said then you go to thor love and thunder and he just it's like they gave him a blank check because thor ragnarok was such a massive hit um they gave him carte blanche, like do whatever the fuck you want it's not really uh, connected to anything that we're working with or that what we what we're working on in its entirety, but um, it's clear like it's clear that they just said like listen have fun with it tell the story that you want to tell uh, here's some bullet points they clearly had some bullet points uh, for certain things uh, but how do you completely ruin the story of the mighty Thor? Okay, and total disregard for Jane Foster. Her uh, Jane Foster is not only journey, but also, yeah, um, just her influence and what what she brought to the mythos of. Uh, that's gonna distract me. Um, the mythos of the Thor comics. Uh, it clearly, He clearly did not really give a rat's ass. He just wanted to tell a certain story and the way he wanted to tell it. Um, I don't know if I should look at me or if I look at the camera. That's just me fucking around. <laughs> um, so, okay. That's... That's my two cents. That's my two cents. Uh... He... It's really obvious. It's really obvious. But we were so... At least myself. I was so like... Oh, this is something new. Something fresh. Something funny. Something entertaining. Compared to what we had in Thor The Dark World. And then you go to love, Love and Thunder. And you're like... What in the actual fuck is this? Um like it just it it again i don't know how you reinvigorate something and then just completely destroy it in the next fucking film um it really doesn't make any fucking sense to me whatsoever um i got a ring light so that's why i'm much brighter and you can see all the flaws um and i'm adjusting it a little bit uh very big ring light very small table hello uh got my microphone here hopefully you guys pick me up nice and clear hello um and okay that's that that's that then we're gonna jump to uh deadpool 3 set photos Uh, apparently over on twitter we have uh, uh let's uh yeah i'm still gonna call it twitter fuck that shit uh x can kiss my fucking ass uh let me uh do a little quick search here uh excuse me, Deadpool uh, 3. It's gonna be all over the fucking place. Uh, production. Alright, recent set photos. Uh, a leak. Uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't no saw this on Twitter or any other social medias, and I'm letting you know from now, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Um... Sabretooth is back from the original X-Men films as well as uh, Toad. Um, Did they really hire back Uh, Ray Park for Toad? I, I wouldn't be mad if they recasted that, but the last thing we heard about Ray Park was the whole dick pic shit and controversy stuff, so, uh, it'd be fucking weird if they bring him back, you know, after all the I mean, literally, it was pretty weird, disgusting stuff that was, uh, about Ray Park, uh, if you don't know, look it up, Google it, but I, I hope they recast, let's just hope, I really hope they recast, uh, if not- then you should have no. They should have no problem with um, Jonathan Majors and his bullshit. Uh, but yeah, Sabretooth. Uh, it looks like um, Tyler. Uh, t- t- f- Tyler. Fuck. What the fuck was his name? I met him too on at Comic Con. My first Comic Con. I met Tyler. Uh, t- what's. Uh, was Tyler Maine oh my god Tyler fucking Maine this is Tyler Maine playing well the set photos don't entirely confirm the actor Saber 2 and Deadpool 3 is similar to Tyler Maine version so it's little likely that the actor is reprising <coughs> it would be cool very nice fan service I, I would not be surprised if Ryan Reynolds said yeah let's go get this guy back over here uh... Liev Schreiber... I don't know if he said no... I don't know... Unless they got Liev Schreiber to dress up... Like Tyler Mane's Sabretooth... You know... Or... They just might... Uh... You know... Fuck around with the... The timeline and the universes and shit... You know... So... Uh... Yes, I'm bald... Or at least I shape myself bald... But that's neither... Here nor there... Um... So, yeah, Sabretooth is back for Deadpool 3. Uh, looks like Wolverine and uh, Sabretooth are going to have another throwdown. Uh, it's The the rumor of it being on Battleworld, I think it's true. Uh, also in the set leak is the ice cream or the cupcake, cupcake truck from Moon Knight was spotted on set. And also the Red Skull's car from the first Avenger, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger film was spotted on set. So I, I, it, it just could be a battle world situation that they're either exploring or they're traveling through and, you know, they're going to come across different versions of everything, you know, it's, it's like a, it's going to be a huge like thing. Deadpool three is going to be crazy. It's going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be nuts. Um, If this is just the beginning, because again, this is all stuff that they're filming outside on. I don't know if it's on a lot, but they're filming this outside. So, of course, they got all these pictures and all this stuff uh, rummaging around. Uh, Oh, there's a shot of uh, Deadpool holding Sabretooth's head. So, spoiler alert. That's assuming they still keep it in the film. Nothing is set in stone when it comes to filming uh, films, as we all know. Um, they don't always have to keep things that uh, that's there that they film. Uh, so yeah, that's. I'm I'm sorry. I'm looking at I'm looking at the, the article. Oh, that really... That blocks... Blocks the... The lighting. I'm just playing with the lighting. Sorry. This is my first time. Bear with me. I'm a virgin. (laughs) No, I'm not gonna do Christopher Walken's voice. I'm not gonna do it. You haven't earned that yet. (laughs) Or at least I'm not comfortable with that yet. Moving on to the... I don't know how to say it in French. uh, Chase de la or The main course, whatever the fuck you want to call it. The main topic of the show. Nightcrawler's origins uh, have been, if you want to say, retconned. Uh, which it's retcon they retcon the fucking thing, but it's actually uh, Wow, it's a, It's rather in sync. The timing of the Sorry, I, I lost track. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm still got a weird cough type thing. Okay, so anyway, uh, I just watched the comics explained version of it. I finally, I still want to read the comic, but I got some more insight from Rob Jeffries comics explain. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, Dude, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> so if you don't know, I'm going to try and explain. Uh, Mystique is, in fact, Nightcrawler's... Not Nightcrawler's mother, but Nightcrawler's father. Um... His mother is, uh, Irene... Irene, I, I, I didn't catch her last name, but Destiny. So Destiny and Mystique are Nightcrawler's parents. Um... And yeah, it was revealed that yeah, it's revealed that uh, that that at some point during the span of when she was with uh, Baron von Wagner, uh, von Wagner, whatever the fuck his name was, but uh, Warren, it's not Warren Worthington. Warren Worthington is Angel. Uh, Kurt Wagner is Nightcrawler, as we know. His... Fa- his... The... the His... Supposed... What we thought his father was... The Baron... Of Von Wagner... Or whatever the fuck his name was... He's not important... Uh... During the time that she was with him... And... Azazel comes in... At a certain point... And... During that whole time... Well, during the whole time together... They were a lesbian couple... Uh... But... This was way back in a certain time, in a a timeline, not in the timeline, but in a certain era where it's very taboo and frowned upon and all that bullshit. So, um, to, to hide their relationship, she hired Irene, uh, quotes, quotations, um, to, as a servant, she portrayed the servant character in the relationship while she was with, uh, Wagner, and, uh, uh, she was playing the wife. Uh, and then, uh, comes the Azazel part where she did have a bit of an affair or at least almost an affair with, according to this retcon, uh, that in fact, She didn't have an affair with him, but they came close and, you know, but that was a lot of the things that we know that she knew or that she told of Nightcrawler's origins, uh, origins plural, as in many, um, were all due to the fact Professor Xavier fucked with their heads because they asked him to, and he said, and of course to cover their asses. Uh, Professor X wiped his own mind of the of this converse of the conversation they had with him. Anyway, I'm skipping ahead. Um, so when they were together, uh, Irene saw a vision of Azazel trying to conquer something, and she's I I don't again I gotta read the fucking comic, but from what I gathered from Robert Jeffries or from Comics Explained is that I think Mystique not just absorbs or mimics a person's appearance, she gets their genetics. So that's, I guess, their explanation to why Nightcrawler looks the way he does. But also the fact, so... Look, let's face it. Um, uh, Mystique is a futa. At least that's what... She has the ability to... If she was to take the place of a male... She gets those reproductive systems... uh, Of a man. And so she impregnated Irene. Irene had Nightcrawler... Bang, bang, boom. The fucking level of homophobia that came out of this fucking shit is astounding and disgusting. And, oh, two women can't have kids together. I mean, yes, they fucking can. Artificial insemination. They've been doing this shit since the fucking 70s or whatever the fuck. The 80s. 70s and 80s. You know, they can't have kids without the guy. Science, you fucking cocksuckers. So, um, there's that. There, I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. And not only that, you got these so-called comic book fans complaining about this. When, in fact, as I've learned through uh, even Twitter and Comics Explained... Chris Claremont had this idea from the fucking beginning. Well, it was his second idea. His first idea was have Nightmare be uh, Nightcrawler's father. Marvel said no. They don't want uh, too many connections between characters. He said, all right. Mystique and Destiny are his parents. And of course, this was 1970-something, 1980-something. You know how that goes. So they shot that shit down. And so... They just fucking went with whatever fucking... uh, 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 Origin that they did. Until the early to mid-90s... In X-Men Unlimited, according to Comics Explained. I don't remember what issue. I think he said issue 5 or 9. They told his origins... His definitive origins uh, quotes was that she threw him she didn't want him so she to save her own life she threw him over the river <coughs> uh, this was also uh, explained this was also even used in X-Men evolution and this was also brought up in X-Men the animated series That was the one they all went with. Then in the mid-2000s, another writer brought in Azazel just to explain uh, Nightcrawler's appearance and abilities. And then now we got the definitive, definitive origin, the one that Chris Claremont wanted. And, and and a lot of people are fucking pitched like, hey, can we go back to when Chris Claremont was running this shit? Can we? Well, this is what you're going to fucking get. Chris Claremont wanted this. You know, and not that he's the end-all be-all of... Probably is, but, you know, there are a lot of other X-Men writers. But he has the most... Substantial impact to the x-men universe so i understand why chris claremont is held to such a high esteem beyond even stanley and jack kirby um so yeah he he, no matter how you fucking look at it chris claremont is the x-men the quintessential x-men writer and he did it for years and set up so many fucking storylines, so many characters, so many things that things still continue and reverberate to today in certain co- in certain issues and certain characters. That being said, um, I'm down with this. I, it's, uh, it, I I even know a guy who got really pissed off about it because he said the same thing: two women can't have a kid. Yes, they fucking can. It's called artificial insemination. But in the sense of a fantasy world. In the in the abs in in the context of a fantasy world, Mystique has this ability to completely change her genetic coding. Okay, no fucking problem. I'm down for that. Whatever. You know, it's actually really fucking cool. You know, um, it speaks to me in a certain way, and. Um, It's... It's... It makes fucking sense. And it's fucking cool. It is a little... I I don't want to say confusing because of the way... Uh... He looks, but I guess unless they continue the story in issue two... We'll get more insight into how he does what he does, but... And his... Absolute... Connection... Absolute connection, but absolute... uh, Uh... his what do you fucking call it um it's not a connection but his resemblance and his power set is the same as Azazel I don't fucking know Azazel is supposed to be a mutant demon hybrid whatever the fuck I don't know I don't know anything about Azazel I don't give a shit about Azazel and those who said that they do give a shit about Azazel are fucking lying jerkovs, because nobody gave a flying fuck about Azazel Nobody even gave a shit when he was in X-Men First Class. They were like, who the fuck is that Nightcrawler-looking guy in red? And then they were like, oh, that's Azazel. Only the comic fans were like, oh, that's Azazel. You know, I guess they bring him into the comics, into the movies. You know. I don't know what for. Nobody really gave a fucking shit. Honestly, who the fuck gave a shit about Azazel? In either First Class or in any of the fucking comics. They just like, oh, so that's why, when he first came out, I'm pretty sure everybody was like, oh, so that's why Nightcrawler looks and does what he does. Looks how he does and, looks how he looks and does what he does. And they're like, okay, it makes fucking sense now. So, to go back to Chris Claremont's original idea, now that it's more of a accepted thing, in, as it should be. Uh, I mean, it's the year 2020 fucking 3. It's going to be 2024. How fucking backwards can fucking people be? Like, really fucking backwards. Like, I don't want to get pissed off. It's my first video, and it's my first... It's the second episode of Thinking Outside the Undies. It's my first video for patreon i don't want to fucking go off the handle or anything but it kind of fucking really pisses me off to read and to think about these fucking people that just are so fucking heads up their asses like uh, it really pisses me off um you know what? Let's talk about another fucking story uh, before we go out, uh, which was supposed to be held in episode 116 of the Speculating Nerd Podcast with Eddie Steak and Tom Mazuli. I'm going to bring it up here, uh, and we'll bring it up again in that episode, but uh, 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 let's just call it Scheduling sch- Scheduling? Scheduling conflicts. Chicken wing pork pie rice. you doing? Yeah. How are you bye uh, <coughs> excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, Kevin Feige claims there are no plans to resurrect Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. And the way he worded that quote, the full quote, the real quote, not that. He did not say that. He just said there are no plans. You know, and he said so on and so forth. It would be... So said some shit about uh, ruining what they did through the course of his story. Now that does not leave out nowhere in in his comment excuse me nowhere in his comment does he say that no we won't have any variants, no we won't have if we're going to get Robert Downey Jr., we're going to get him to do a different kind of Iron Man. We're not going to bring back the same Iron Man. We're going to bring back a new Iron We're going to bring in a new Iron Man. Whether that's Robert Downey Jr. or not remains to be seen. Uh, but... Um, yeah, that's fucking... Like, the possibilities are literally em- endless because it's a multiverse. You don't have to bring back that Iron Man. You could bring in a new Iron Man. I, I personally would like to see Infamous Iron Man. Um, I would like to see Infamous Iron Man, uh, Robert Downey Jr. play a very, very different kind of Tony Stark and Iron Man. Uh, a lot of people uh, say, uh, or at least want Tom Cruise to be Superior Iron Man, but uh, I don't know. I'm not a super duper, uh, Tom Cruise fan, even though I did like, uh, Maverick or Top Gun Maverick, um, you know, I I enjoy his movies for the most part, but I'm not like, oh my God, I got to see the next Tom Cruise movie, but that being said, um, yeah, I, I, I would not, even if they did it, I would be like, okay, that's cool, let's fucking watch, I want to see this. Uh, if they bring in Tom Cruise as Superior Iron Man but I want to see Robert Downey Jr. play Superior Iron Man with the white suit and everything you know because I mean he is not every variant has to look like uh, the same you know you could get a different actor to play the character but how fucking cool would it be if it's Robert Downey Jr. you know so uh, yeah I guess that's it you know there's some other stuff. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna bring this up too. This this uh this this thing is gonna get longer. I think I have 33 minutes and 56 seconds worth of video time. Uh, so uh maybe the audio gets a little bit more. I don't know, but uh I'm gonna try and make this quick. Melissa Barrera, who just recently uh what not was let go, but she was let go of The Scream Seven. I saw uh what was it? Um uh shit. What was it called? Uh an Instagram uh post of her as Wonder Woman. It fucking fits. She looks the fucking part and she's a good actress. She is a good actress. So if that was to happen. Holy fucking yes! Like fucking yes, you know, uh, beef her up a little bit, you know, get, you know, have her eat more and don't you know, work out and shit, and you got yourself a fucking Wonder Woman, you know. How tall is she? Let's look that up real fucking quick. Uh, why is this taking forever? And I turned it back off. All right, let's get rid of that. Get rid of that. Put that there. What's this 1.7 meters mean? That doesn't fucking tell me. What the fuck does 1.7 m mean? Uh, okay, she's five foot seven. Five foot seven. Damn. And I think uh, Gal Gadot was like almost five eight, five nine, maybe uh, almost six. She wasn't six feet. I know... I know Gal Gadot's not six feet. Um, I'm, I'm reaching my time. Uh, I guess... Yeah, but I would still... 5'7's not bad. She doesn't have to... 5'7's not bad. That's pretty fucking tall. But... Movie magic, they could make her look bigger. You know, certain angles and shit like that. Uh, but, yeah, I guess that's the, gonna be the show. Uh, Thinking Outside the Undies, episode two, in the books. We have the audio. We have video. Ugh. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh... That's gonna... That's gonna be the show. Awkward staring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it finished. I mean, uh, Oh, uh, okay. Well, I guess we're doing a little bit of an overrun here. Uh, let's um, pause that. Uh, it, the audio is going a bit o- over, but the video just fucking ended. They said, "Fuck you." <laughs> I gotta get. Some, I, I probably need an app that really uh, extends or unlimited amount of video recording so either way i hope this works uh thank you so much for listening um yeah i didn't get a chance to say goodbye on the video but let me see if i can uh you know what let's uh see if we can do a goodbye let's see if we can do a goodbye And then we just edit it together. Excuse me very much. I'm sorry. I'm still getting over something. I don't know what the fuck. All right. That. Uh, all right. Hello. I'm back. Um, I never left the audio, but I'm back on video. I want to say thank you all for watching. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for putting up with this. All of this. Maybe I'll just start wearing a mask or... You know, something to really cover this up. Um. Uh but yeah. uh, this is how I look, this is how I talk, and this is uh that's Crash Bandicoot pal over there hanging by the noose. Um And I'm gonna see if I can edit this together as a proper goodbye on the video. And um Yeah. Uh that's the show. Thinking outside the endies, episode two in the books. Um, any, uh, yeah, I, this was a video exclusively for Patreon. This is audio exclusively for audio, as you guys may listen. Uh, as I'm still recording, um, uh, we are on Amazon Music, uh, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Podcast Addict, uh, Apple Music, of course, Spotify. Uh, please listen. Please uh, follow and uh, share and come to the Patreon to see all of this. All of this. Goodbye. And that's that. <laughs> and that's that. Uh, that's the video. It's over and the audio is still going. And uh, I'm going to say goodbye to you guys too. So until next time. Peace out.